Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Sting, how a grieving family is trying to fill that gap. I'm Cheyenne Karen. Should the FBI headquarters be in your backyard? Maryland and Virginia make their pitches. I'm Kate Ryan. The Pistons, not that great a team, but it did take the Wizards until right until the buzzer to beat them. It's midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. There are new weather worries in California tonight. As efforts continue to rescue people trapped in their homes because of record snowfall, there's a new concern, rain. An atmospheric river is due to hit the northern and central parts of the state later this week. That's expected to drop lots of warm rain on the freshly dropped snow. The National Weather Service says all the rain could cause dangerous flooding just as the Golden State is digging itself out of the snow. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. Two of the four Americans who were kidnapped in Mexico Friday have been found dead. The other two are back in the U.S. getting medical treatment. Mexican authorities found Latavia McGee and Eric Williams alive in a stash house outside the city of Matamoros. More from CBS's Omar Villafranca. CBS News has learned that McGee had been to Mexico before for cosmetic surgery. Investigators are pointing the blame at the Gulf Cartel for this incident, while Mexico authorities have announced that they've arrested a 24-year-old in connection with this attack. Now to an update on Francisco Severo Torres. The man police say tried to open an airliner's emergency exit door on a United flight from Los Angeles to Boston. Here's CBS's Lilia Luciano. Torres is next due in court this Thursday and while according to the FAA, the number of unruly passenger incidents is down from its 2021 pandemic peak, it's still well above the pre-pandemic average. Voters in one state have said no to recreational marijuana. The story from CBS's Matt Piper. Voters in Oklahoma said no to a state question, the only one on the ballot to allow recreational use of marijuana. It would have legalized pot for those 21 and older. The state has embraced medical marijuana with some 400 dispensaries in Oklahoma City alone, but voters decided against going further. A third black transgender woman has been killed in Milwaukee, says CBS's Allison Keys. The human rights campaign says in a statement it is both saddened and infuriated by the killing so far this year, adding that the victims were real people who did not deserve to have their lives taken from them. The latest victim is 31-year-old Cashay Henderson in Milwaukee, who was at least the third black transgender woman killed in that city in the past nine months. China's foreign minister on Tuesday warned that there would be, quote, conflict and confrontation. If the U.S. doesn't change course in its relations with his country, the minister told reporters that America's China policy has, quote, entirely deviated from the rational and sound track. And he accused the American government of disrespecting China's sovereignty and territorial integrity. In response, the State Department said the U.S. wants to coexist responsibly in a global trade and political system. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Oh, it's all good. My new friend Optima Health has me feeling bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Optima Health knows residents in Northern Virginia want only the good stuff from a health plan. That's why they offer convenient options so you can get the care you need, including a 24-7 nurse advice line and a broad network that doesn't require referrals. But that's not all they have to offer. Visit OptimaHealth.com to learn more. Optima Health, a health plan you can count on. WTLP at 1203. 
Wednesday morning, midweek, March 8th, 2023. Increasing clouds overnight early morning. Windy and cold, low in the 30s. Most of the area, wind chills in the 20s. 41, the exact temp in our nation's capital right now. And good Wednesday morning. We thank you for taking us along for your early midnight hour ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we head into this day together. We begin with a D.C. police sergeant charged with killing a man and violating the victim's rights. This after the man apparently tried to drive away when police woke him up inside his running car in northeast D.C. In August of 2021, a group of D.C. police officers walked up to a running car, wondering about the state of the driver. Body camera video shows they found 27-year-old Antoine Gilmore sleeping in the driver's seat with a gun in his waistband. After tapping on the window and waking him up, Gilmore tried to drive the car forward, and D.C. Police Sergeant Ennis Jevrick shot him 10 times. Shortly after the shooting, Chief Robert Conti said the incident went against department policies. In a federal indictment charging the 41-year-old with secondary murder and a federal civil rights violation, a grand jury contends Jevrick willfully deprived Gilmore the right to be free from the use of excessive force. Jevrick has been on administrative leave since the shooting. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. WTOP at 12.05. A young girl out for a walk at night was raped locally near an area pedestrian bridge last year. Now the man prosecutors say is responsible for this, pleads guilty in the case this week. It was in April of last year when a 16-year-old girl told Rockville City Police that she went out for a walk and sat down at a Rockville pedestrian bridge along Glenmore Terrace and watched the cars go by. And as she sat there, she told investigators that then 18, now 19-year-old Caden Riley rode up on his bike to her, engaged her in conversation, then attacked her in a nearby grassy area. After the attack, the girl went home and her mother called police. Police would find Riley nearby, and while he didn't give details of what happened, he admitted to encountering the girl and having remorse for his actions. He pleaded guilty to second-degree rape and faces up to 10 years in prison at sentencing. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. An 18-year-old student from Wise High School in Prince George's County has died this week in a very serious crash. There's pieces and parts of the car scattered all over the street. It's a white BMW that's completely demolished after smashing into a landscaping truck that was parked along Ritchie Marlboro Road in Upper Marlboro. Acting Deputy Chief Anthony Klein with Prince George's County Police. Officers, once they got on scene, they identified an 18-year-old female deceased. She had been sitting in the passenger seat of the car. An 18-year-old man who was driving was injured. Both of them attended Wise High School, which is located near the crash scene. The cause of the crash is still being investigated. In Upper Marlboro, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. WTOP at 12.06 Wednesday morning. A family is working to change drug testing policies locally in Maryland after their loved one died from an overdose back in October. Josh Seams died from an overdose on his 31st birthday. His mom and I ended up calling for a wellness check. I found him unresponsive um, and cold on his bathroom floor. His partner Melanie Yates and family are pushing for legislation to require Maryland emergency rooms to test for fentanyl on toxicology screenings. Maryland Delegate Joe Vogel of Montgomery County says more accurate information is required. We need data-driven solutions to this fentanyl overdose epidemic. A majority of Maryland hospitals already do test for fentanyl. But I think this would really honor his memory and save other people's lives. Cheyenne Karen, WTOP News. It's 12.07 on WTOP. Maryland and Virginia officials will get one more chance to persuade the feds to put the new FBI headquarters in their backyards. Today, it's Maryland's turn. Maryland Governor Wes Moore says two sites in his state, both in Prince George's County, are what he calls build-ready and waiting 
to become home to the new FBI headquarters. In a Washington Post opinion piece, Moore says the Maryland sites put the FBI close to the U.S. Cyber Command, the National Security Agency, and top-tier institutions like the University of Maryland. After meeting with General Services Administration officials for a consultation session, Moore and other Maryland officials, including the congressional delegation and the Prince George's County executive, will talk to the media about their efforts. On Thursday, it's Virginia's turn to pitch the feds. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Elected leaders in Northern Virginia pleased this morning to have raised thus far more than $6,000 in three days for earthquake victims in the devastated area of Turkey and Syria. The money being collected said to go to buy food packages for those who need them. The goal is to collect 25000 for earthquake relief. If you'd like to donate, you can go to helpearthquakevictims.org. Coming up after traffic and weather on WTOP this midnight. A crash-prone highway is getting some safety improvements. I'm John Doman. Good Wednesday morning, 1208. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the gates and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter with us this early hour in the WTLP Traffic Center. Right, good morning, Dean. We'll start you off in Maryland. First, 410 East West Highway remains blocked between Brookville Road and Beach Drive. That as a result of a large tree down across the roadway. They were in the process of getting that out of the roadway. So for now, traffic redirected each way. Over on the big bridges, on the Bay Bridge, they remain under wind, limited wind restrictions which means uh, empty, high-profile vehicles could be prohibited from uh, from crossing the bridge. But usually when it's below 50 miles an hour, they will allow it. That's the wind speed, not the actual speed limit. Again, following the overhead signs to get by. Down in southern Maryland on 301 on the nice Middleton Bridge between Charles County, Maryland, and King George County, Virginia. Again, uh, they are under wind warnings but no vehicle restrictions. And if you're traveling on the Beltway in Maryland through Montgomery and Prince George's County, it's not a bad ride overall. Uh, Adderloop leaving the Legion Bridge, headed down toward the Dulles Toll Road, eventually down to one single lane to the right to the work zone. Has been slow pretty much the entire length of that work zone. Interloop headed north of the Toll Road toward Georgetown Pike. Two left lanes past the construction. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Automall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Clear skies tonight with lows in the upper 20s to mid-30s. And after strong winds today, still breezy out there tonight. And breezy to windy tomorrow on your Wednesday with gusts up to 35 miles an hour. Plenty of sun, though, and highs in the upper 40s to low 50s. Low to mid-50s on Thursday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Right now, we're at 41 degrees in our nation's capital, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTOP at 1210. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. More tough talk on inflation is expected in Washington today. As Fed Chair Jerome Powell heads back to Capitol Hill. He'll appear before a House panel after telling lawmakers on the Senate side yesterday that the Fed stands ready to raise interest rates higher and faster to get inflation back to its 2% range. Powell's comments yesterday sent stocks to their biggest losses in about two weeks. All of the major averages dropped more than 1%. The Dow led the retreat with a 1.7% tumble. A couple of job market reports on the calendar today as we begin the run-up to Friday's February employment report. ADP will have its monthly tally of private sector hiring with 200,000 jobs expected. 
The Labor Department will report on job openings in January, and the Fed will have its latest summary of regional economic conditions around the nation. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. WTOP News Time, now 12-11. This is WTOP News. Environmentalist unions, civil rights, and consumer groups are all expressing support for a measure now to expand Maryland's commitment to offshore wind. This bill aims to modernize the electricity grid to transmit offshore wind energy. This measure would set a goal for Maryland locally to generate 8.5 gigawatts of offshore wind by 2031. Maryland is now working toward building two gigawatts pending federal approval of two projects off the coast of Ocean City. A separate Maryland bill that would expand the Attorney General's powers in police investigations is moving forward. This bill would give the Attorney General independent authority to prosecute police after investigating officer-involved deaths. It passed initially approval in the House. It got the Senate is expected to vote on it later this week. If approved, this legislation would expand part of a package of police reforms that were actually passed two years ago. How often do you hear about a crash on the BW Parkway locally when listening to traffic on the 8s here on WTOP? Well, the National Park Service is hoping you'll hear about fewer of them in the future. Over 150 signs are getting replaced. More than 30 new signs are coming to the Baltimore-Washington Parkway as it runs from the D.C. line up to Maryland Route 175. The signs will still be the same color, but they'll be much more reflective, aimed at helping nighttime drivers read them easier. The National Park Service is also installing mile markers on the side of the road to make it easier to pinpoint the location of a problem. And existing guardrails on the side of the road will be repaired as well. All that work should be finished sometime this summer. John Dome and WTOP News. It's coming up to two years now since Washington football legend Sam Huff died at the age of 87. And now you can get a never-before-seen look into his life and career. Sam Huff was a coal miner's son from West Virginia. Sam Huff's letterman jacket from West Virginia University is just one of 230 items that his estate is putting up for auction on Friday. Quarterbacks find Red Dog and Sam Huff the toughest in the league. Items include helmets he wore for Washington, autographed footballs, and his personalized ring from the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You can see the items up for auction at WTLP.com. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. A quick look at the top stories we're working on this morning on WTLP for you. Two of four Americans are dead this morning, shot by gunmen and kidnapped this week, shortly after crossing into northern Mexico. The survivors are said to be back on U.S. soil this morning. The Senate will vote on a resolution to block D.C.'s revised criminal code later today, this Wednesday. Stay tuned. Keep it here for full details on these stories in just minutes ahead. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. When you hire your local Certipro painters, you get the power of doing it right. Detailed project proposals, excellent customer service, and trusted professionals who get the job done on time and on budget. The power of experience. We're kings of the scaffolding and pros with the stucco. We've been there, done that. Get your project started at Certipro.com and get the power of pro. Each Certipro painter's business is independently owned and operated. You're with WTOP, 19 Lane. 
If you think you have a problem with your roof, don't climb on top of it to take a look. It's dangerous, and if you're like me, you won't know what you're looking at anyway. That's why you need a roof expert, one you know you can trust. Hi, it's Chris Core. I trust Roofmasters. I have for 20 years. I know the owner personally, and I've seen the quality of his work on my own home. His prices are always very fair. In fact, he encourages you always to get three estimates for any roofing work. But just make sure one of the three is from Roofmasters. How honest is that? Look, there are a lot of roofing companies out there, big, small, national, and local, and it can get overwhelming. But it doesn't have to be. When you need quality roofing at a fair price, write this name down, Roofmasters. Their phone is 301-230-ROOF, 301-230-ROOF, online at Roofmasters.com. And always remember, with Roofmasters, the proof is in the roof. 301-230-ROOF. WTOP at 1216. Showbiz Express, I'm Ross Crystal. Production for the final season of Stranger Things is still a few months away. In an interview with Collider, David Harbour, who stars as Jim Hopper, says the highly anticipated fifth season of the Netflix fantasy drama series will get underway in June. Although the plot line for the final season is yet to be revealed, Harbour previously told Variety that he knows how the series ends and says it's quite moving and quite beautiful. Motivations are suspect and expectations turn to chaos as a con artist played by Sebastian Stan takes on Manhattan billionaires. John Lithgow co-stars in the crime thriller Sharper. Sebastian is my great new friend. My longest and most complicated scene is the one I shot first, and it was with Sebastian all day long, where you have to be on your toes and really working with somebody who's really sharp. I found out so much about him, his fascinating background, how he came to acting. By the end, I was insisting that he write a play about his own life. Also starring Julianne Moore, Sharper, now streaming on Apple TV+. He's trained some of the brightest and the best. Hollywood acting coach Bernard Hiller is our guest on the next edition of Showbiz Upfront. Available at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Much more on showbizexpress.com and for the Showbiz Express Network. I'm Ross Crystal. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome to the middle of your week, March 8th, 2023. Thanks for sharing the midnight hour with us at WTLP. It's 1217 now, an update on traffic and weather coming right up. If you've been driving ordinary because you think you can't afford luxury, think again. The luxury vehicle you deserve is waiting for you at Select Auto Imports, a five-star dealer that's been matching D.C. area customers with like-new BMWs, Mercedes, Maseratis, and more for over 30 years. Drive your dream car with no payment for three months. And right now, all premium vehicles up to 33% off of MSRP. Select Auto Imports in Alexandria, Virginia, and at selectautoimports.com. Drive luxury for less and find out what drives you. Coming right up after traffic and weather on WTOP. Because they're effective hitchhikers, Maryland expands a quarantine zone for unwanted insects. I'm Kate Ryan. Good Wednesday morning. Welcome in 1218. Traffic and weather on the gates and when it breaks. Rich Hunter's with us this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right. A new problem in the district is going to be a water main break. It's on 12th Street Northeast. It's closed between Buchanan Street and Crittenden Street uh, as a result of the repair work that is underway. In southeast, a Wheeler Road remains closed in both directions between Alabama Avenue and Mississippi Avenue. Police investigation and traffic redirected each way as a result. Last check, they were still getting the tree out of the roadway. So 410 remained closed both ways between Brookville Road and the intersection with Beach Drive and Jonesville Road as a result. And that's where traffic's turned around each way. Uh, if you're traveling in uh, eastbound or westbound on East-West Highway, be aware you're not going to be able to continue through in Chevy Chase. Now, if you're traveling on the Beltway, 
Out of loop as you head south of the American Legion Bridge, continue toward the Dulles Toll Road, single file right past the construction, in a loop between the Toll Road and Georgetown Pike. Two left lanes get you by. As of late, delays there have been brief. Uh, the Interloop Express lanes closed again between the entrance in Springfield and I-66. Uh, as a result of the overnight work, but the main line looks good at this hour. If you're traveling on 95 South, headed south of Fredericksburg toward Route 1, Spotsylvania, getting by the work zone there in one single lane to the right. But as of late, delays there have been brief. Jiffy Loop service centers keep you moving. From oil changes and tire rotations to filters and wipers to a full range of services. Visit JiffyLoopDC.com for a location near you. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. We've got a cold start to our Wednesday for sure. Make sure you grab the coat before you head out. High temperatures this afternoon. Uh, rebounding from the 20s in the morning with the wind chill, that is, uh, to temperatures in the upper 40s to low 50s later in the afternoon. Still staying on the breezy side. Winds gusting 20 to 30 miles per hour on Thursday. We'll see a high of 55, plenty of sunshine. Really nice day there. Friday, more clouds, showers late in the day on Friday, and a cold day, too. Highs in the mid-40s. Saturday, that rain could end as a little bit of a wintry mix. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cammer. With that wind, it's chilly out tonight. Wind chills in the 20s as we head towards daybreak. Right now in the midnight hour, we're looking at 39 degrees this morning in Fort Belvoir. It's 40, foggy bottom, 40 as well, silver spring. We're down to 36 degrees in our nation's capital. This check brought to you this morning by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Check them out, newlookhomedesign.com. Still ahead this half hour. With these fluctuating temperatures, checking in on the cherry blossoms halfway to peak bloom. I'm Megan Cloherty. It's 1221. The weather we get in the morning may not be the weather we get in the afternoon. Welcome to Washington. Freezing rain moving into our area. Temps are expected to nosedive. Get the latest Storm Team 4 updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Melwood is accepting unwanted vehicles in any condition. Donating your vehicle to Melwood is fast and easy and supports your local community. We accept most vehicles in any condition, even if it's old or doesn't run. To donate, call 1-877-MELWOOD or visit melwood.org forward slash radio. Melwood, empowering people with disabilities for 60 years. Call 1-877-MELWOOD to donate today. Wednesday morning, midweek, March 8th. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us. It's 1222. This is WTOP News. Word that Virginia delegate Eileen Filler-Corn will not seek re-election this fall. Filler-Corn is the first woman and first Jewish person actually to serve as Speaker of Virginia's House of Delegates. This all comes about a year after she lost her position, you may remember, as House Democratic Leader. Filler-Corn first won her seat for Fairfax County back in 2010. She joins a wave of lawmakers of late, many of them Democrats, who have recently announced retirement. University of Mary Washington political scientist Stephen Farnsworth tells WTOP, we're seeing lots of political retirements right now because districts have been redrawn. And so it's an easy decision if you're thinking about retiring within the next few years to choose to retire now because of the fact that you're going to be having to introduce yourself to a significant number of new voters. In an interview with the Washington Post, Filler Corn says in order to move things forward for Virginia Democrats, she has to leave the House of Delegates. She also acknowledged eyeing a run for governor in 2025. They hide, hitch rides, then feast on fruit, threatening crops and forests. The spread of the spotted lanternfly 
as Maryland leaders locally expanding a quarantine zone and counties near us are affected by this. Since 2018, you've been told to document, then squish spotted lanternflies when you see them. But now Kenton Sumter, an entomologist with the Maryland Department of Agriculture, says the quarantine zone has expanded to all but six counties in Maryland. The alarm is over the damage they can do. They do attack vineyards. That's the big one. And that's where we're focusing our efforts are trying to give some support to our vineyards. They also favor apples, peaches and other fruits. So now businesses and government agencies that move regulated items, think pallets, landscaping and construction materials are being required to get permits. It's an educational and outreach tool for us that tries to get as many people on board with identifying lanternfly and squishing them. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. We are now halfway to peak bloom of our famous cherry blossom trees in the National Mall, but... With the temps going up and down this week, there is a small concern this year's blossoms could be, say, on track with one of the most disappointing blooms in the last few years. So far, so good. I think we're probably still on track for somewhere between the 22nd and the 25th. Checking in on every Washingtonian's favorite bloom, Mike Litterist with the National Park Service says the cold temperatures forecasted for the rest of the week shouldn't mess with the peak bloom timeline of March 18th through April 2nd. We would need temperatures sub 27 degrees and the the blossoms would have to be emerging before we'd have any concerns. But with the blossoms in stage three, the blooms are one day off the timeline in 2017 when a late cold snap caused a majority of them to die off. Don't see any of those extremes in the forecast right now. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. At United Bank, the community bank of the nation's capital, we know the financial decisions you're making to keep your families and future secure. With a long history of safe, sound, relationship-driven banking practices, we provide our customers with peace of mind protection. We offer the best of both worlds, the technology, products, and expertise you expect from a big bank, but with the personal touch and local decision-making only a local community bank delivers. Learn more at bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC. WTOP at 1225. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. And our first midnight hit Wednesday morning, March 8th, with our own Rob Woodward. The Wizards needed some late heroics, but they leave Detroit with a thrilling 119-117 victory over the lowly Pistons at the buzzer on Daniel Gafford's putback of a missed Bradley Beal jumper. He got downhill, got a good shot up. Kind of was a little bit over the basket. You know, I was just in the right place at the right time, really. You know, and just shot the rebound, put it right back up. I wasn't aware of how much time was left on the clock. I just wanted to get the ball to know, really. And then it went off. I was like, oh, my first game winner. Even with the miss, Beal finished with a game-high 32 points on 14 of 21 shooting, but more importantly, Importantly, the 10th place Wizards pull within a game of Atlanta for the 8th seed ahead of their miniseries at Capital One Arena starting at 7 p.m. A new CAA champion was crowned at the ESA as Charleston punched its ticket to the NCAA tournament with a comeback win over UNC Wilmington. On a day NFL quarterbacks dominated the headlines, Baltimore was the epicenter after Lamar Jackson was given the non-exclusive franchise tag, meaning the Ravens and the rest of the league can negotiate with the former MVP quarterback until July 15. But almost immediately after news of the tag broke, there was a curious flurry of reports that multiple quarterback needy teams are not pursuing Jackson. Meanwhile, the New York Giants ponied up as much as $160 million over four years for Daniel Jones, allowing Big Blue to franchise tag Saquon Barkley and Aaron